0: Welcome to this podcast with Neil DeCosta. Um, So Neil DeCosta's tax exam podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing group relief. So this is a very, very popular area in any tax exam. And the idea here is if a company makes a trading loss, the company is allowed to take its trading loss and surrender it to other companies in a group relief group. Now, when we identify a group relief group, we need a strict 75% shareholding. And what we mean by a strict 75% shareholding is that both the direct and the indirect shareholding must be 75%. The additional requirement to have a group relief group is all the companies in the group must be UK residents. In terms of paying corporation tax, the easiest way to think of this is there are two types of companies. The first type of company is a small company. And if you're a small company, you pay your corporation tax nine months and one day after the end of the accounting period. So um, small companies pay the corporation tax after the end of the accounting period. The other type of companies we have are large companies. With regard to large companies, large companies pay corporation tax quarterly. And with regard to large companies, large companies have to start making the quarterly payments on the 14th of month seven in the actual current accounting period. So from a cash flow position, what you can see here is it's better for a company to be small and pay the corporation tax nine months and one day after the end of the accounting period, instead of the company being large and paying the corporation tax during the accounting period. The way we work out the size of the company is we compare the company's profits with the threshold for the financial year. And the current threshold is 1.5 million pounds. So if the company's profits are less than 1.5 million, the company is small and it has to pay the corporation tax nine months and one day after the end of the period. If the company's profits are more than 1.5 million or more than or equal to 1.5 million, then it pays its corporation tax quarterly. With regard to the 1.5 million threshold, What we have to do is we divide it by the number of related companies in the group. The related company test is done at the end of the previous period. And for related companies, we look for a shareholding of 51%. Because the test is done at the end of the previous period, what we have to do is we include companies that are leaving the group. And the reason we include companies that are leaving the group is the war-related companies at the end of the previous period. So let's say we have a group structure called the A Limited Group. And with regard to the A Limited Group, all the companies are UK resident and they prepare accounts from the 1st of April 21 up to the 31st of March 2022. And as far as E Limited is concerned, E Limited is leaving the group on the 1st of July 2021. Okay, so we're selling E Limited. What this means is E Limited is only in the group for three months. So April, May and June, because on the 1st of July, E Limited is leaving the group. Now, when we count the number of related companies, what we said is we do include companies that are leaving the group. And the reason we do this is because E-Limited was a related company at the end of the previous period. Now, as far as the shareholdings are concerned, let's say A-Limited owns 80% of B-Limited and B-Limited owns 85% of C-Limited. A Limited also owns 90% of D Limited and D Limited in turn owns 85% of E Limited. So when we work out the number of companies that are in a group relief group, what we have to do is we find the indirect or effective shareholding that A has in C. And the way we do that is we simply say 80 multiplied by 85 percent and 80 times 85 percent is just 68 percent which is less than 75 percent and that means c limited will not be in the group relief group on the other hand as far as e limited is concerned to find a limited's indirect or effective shareholding in e limited what we have to say is 90 multiplied by 85%. 90 times 85% is at least 75%. So what that means is E-Limited is in the group relief group. So when we identify the group relief group, we look for 75%, but that 75% must be both the direct and the indirect shareholding. And as a result, in this group here, A, B, D, and E are in a group relief group. For related companies, we look for 51%. A Limited owns 80% in B, which in turn owns 85% in C. So A's indirect shareholding in C is 68 percent and 68 percent is at least 51 percent this means that a b and c are related companies a in turn owns 90 percent of d which owns 85 percent in e so clearly d is also a related company to find out if e is a related company what we say is 90 multiplied by 85%. And that gives us 76.5%, which is at least 51%. And as a result, all five companies, A, B, C, D and E are related companies. The effect of having five related companies is we have to divide the threshold of 1.5 million by five. And as a result, the threshold becomes £300,000. So if a company has got profits of more than 300000 what happens here is the company is large and it must pay tax quarterly. On the other hand, if the company's profits are not more than 300000 then the company is small and it pays its corporation tax nine months and one day after the end of the period. So in this group scenario, E-Limited is leaving the group after three months. So that means the maximum group relief we can give E-Limited is restricted to three months of E-Limited's profits, which is 125000 The other claimant companies we have in the group are B and D-Limited. With regard to C limited, because the indirect in C limited is only 68%, which is less than 75%, C limited is not in the loss group and we can't give any losses to C. So now what we need to do is decide how much group relief we're going to give B and D. When you look at the profits, off the claimant companies, you have to take the profits after deducting qualifying charitable donations or QCDs. And as far as B Limited is concerned, let's say B Limited has got profits after QCDs of 310,000, while D Limited has got profits after QCDs of 370,000. When we give group relief, because all companies pay corporation tax at the same rate, what we need to consider is giving group relief to the large companies first. And by bringing large companies down to the threshold, we make the large companies small. And by making them small, we avoid the necessity of making quarterly installments, and this helps the companies from a cash flow perspective. The final thing A Limited has to do is to give group relief to B and D. B has got profits of 310,000 and needs group relief of 10,000 to bring it down to 300,000 in order to avoid quarterly payments. D, on the other hand, has profits after QCDs of 370000 and so needs group relief of 70000 to bring it down to 300000 to avoid the quarterly payments. The way to look at the loss is to think of the loss as a limiting factor. So what that means is it'll be easier to bring B from large down to small then it will be to bring D from large down to small, because B only needs 10,000 to bring it down to small, while D needs 70,000 to bring it down to small. So what we always do is we start by giving group relief to the company that's easiest to bring down to small. So we would give 10,000 to B and finally 70,000 to D. So, Um, In terms of the distribution of group relief, we're going to give E 125,000 because that's the maximum we can give E. It's restricted to three twelfths of its uh, 500,000 profit. We then give 10,000 to B and 70,000 to D. This then leaves the surrendering company A with 50,000 loss. Now, with regard to the 50,000 loss, a can either use up the loss itself or it can give it to the other companies as group relief. And here, because there's no incremental benefit in giving the loss away as group relief, what A would A Limited would do is to simply use up the loss itself in the current year. So out of the 255,000 loss available, what A Limited would do Is give group relief of 125,000 to E, then 10,000 to B, and 70,000 to D. Finally, the remaining loss of 50,000 would be used up itself in the current year. Now that's absolutely amazing. Uh, You've now understood groups and you can easily pick up these marks on this popular area in the exam. When we present our answer for groups in the exam, we have to set up a columnar pro forma. And what that means is you need a column for each separate company showing the examiner how much income it has, how much group relief it's claiming, and how much loss relief. Um, for example, here, the surrendering company, A Limited, is using up 50,000 of the remaining loss itself. So you set up a columnar performer showing the group relief, showing the deduction of QCDs and the current year relief. And you also have to set up a loss memorandum. And with regard to the loss memorandum, in the loss memorandum, you're explaining to the examiner the order in which you're using the loss. The order in which you recommend the loss is allocated. So what we're saying here is we're gonna start by giving 125,000 to E, then we're going to give 10,000 to B and D in turn. And the reason we're doing that is we're trying to bring those two group companies down to the threshold to avoid the quarterly installments. And then finally, the remaining loss is used up by the surrendering company itself in the current year if you um, would like um, a copy of the notes you can contact me uh, on LinkedIn so please connect with me on LinkedIn um, and simply send me a message now I have prepared um, some amazing memory joggers um, for both advanced tax and um, taxation so um, if you'd love the, if, you, if you'd like this memory joggers just visit my website and get the details on them. So I, I truly believe, you know, they use accelerated learning techniques and they make um, learning tax much, much easier. Take care, guys. So this is Neil Costa. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast on group relief. So today's podcast was quite technical, but I hope you've grasped that. Uh, you can re-listen to it a couple of times. Uh, if you master this area, this is a common exam topic. All the best, guys. I'll see you in the next podcast.